Hit the button, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Get the Jack... <laughs> See, man, way to go. Screw it up. You know, I haven't had a podcast in, what, the last 30 days, and way to go. So, anyway, welcome to Get the Facts Jack, a weekly podcast from Jack County, Texas, sharing factual information to the citizens of Jack County. I am your host, the tongue-twisted judge, Brian Keith Humphreys, and to my left, God dang it, Frank Hefner, man, I've missed you. I, uh... Uh, the last week's been a little hard week between you and me, and yep. so I'm glad that you're back in your seat. And uh, man, I missed you. We, we have been we have been running in both of us in two different directions. Yeah, and, a lot and, of things uh, have happened, and you know what? Uh, we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, and, and right. he he makes all things perfect in His plan. And uh, it's good to be back doing a podcast, and we have our good friend Brandon Sissons here. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about some exciting thing that's happening in the city of Jacksboro and then also uh, getting to know him a little bit better. But, hey, man, we got some really cool information today. Uh, as you know, that uh, we provide this opportunity to, to share factual information to the citizens of Jack County. And uh, Governor Abbott came out with a very um, – I want to say that was it unexpected – um, you know, I think he was. I think he's been talking about it for a couple of weeks, but I really think he was trying to be as cautious and, and directive as he needed to be. Uh, what was best for the state of Texas? Yeah, he basically and and you know if you think about it, we we just overcome about a ten day, some of the coldest days we've ever had in Texas over the last ten to eleven years. We had an epic freeze and yeah. we had an epic failure of our infrastructure when it comes to electricity and. Uh, you know, I almost wonder if maybe this is Governor's Abbott way of saying, you know what, let's keep Texas strong and let's go back to normal. And the only way that we're going to do it is to lift these uh, COVID restrictions and get back get back to uh, business as usual, so to speak. You know, you, you, you listen to a lot of news, and if you watch not the mainstream media news, but if you really watch what's going on around the United States, one state that really – just spans above everybody else's the state of Florida. And the state of Florida is moving. I mean, they're, they're, they've not taken this effect of what COVID and, and um, the, the virus and all that, what it's done to try to draw their state down. I mean, they're, they're top of their game right now. They're moving forward. And I think other states are starting to see that. Yeah. And I think Texas is one of them that has set back and watch Texas and Florida work hand in hand they really any do. time together. I agree. And I think what we're starting to see that and and it's just coming along real well. It is. And I think, you know, for the most part, hey, COVID is a true disease. Uh, I have I have attended and been at many people's funerals that have been touched or affected by COVID. And so it truly exists. Mo many of us, most all of us have had the uh the symptoms of it in different forms, some more severe than others. We've had multiple podcasts on this, right. about, talking about it. I'm just kind of sick of it, and I think everybody's done with it. Although it's a real deal, we have to address it, um, but it's time to move forward. Well, you know, Judge, we've, we've been able to work out deals where um, the, the state's moving forward. Um, those who want a vaccine, 
it's 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 right at the point to where anybody can almost get a vaccine if you if you want one if you want and it. if you want it um and you know that that's within the discussion within itself but yet at the same time it's enough to where there's plenty of people that we can start opening things up that we feel like that there's a safe boundary in amongst um, all populations. Mm -hmm. And I I tell you, it's, you know, you go back and you look at your, your elderly population. There's there, they've worked real hard at trying to keep that together. Um, The school population, um, our school staffs and, and uh, our districts have, have worked phenomenal on keeping their doors open and keeping everybody safe. I saw um, Mr. Milam just a few minutes ago, and he said that he said all of his staff members are protected because of the vaccination right. and the efforts that we had here in Jack County. Uh, those that wanted to be vaccinated have been vaccinated, and then we had um, we had a student that yes was exposed, but because of their because of our actions and because of the direction of Mr. Milam, uh, you know the school teacher uh, was able to remain right. because she was fully. Her first and second dose had been administered, and 30 days has passed. Yeah. So I, I, I really think Jack County has been a model of success. Correct. As individuals from our community coming together to put their minds together and have a common sense approach and overcome and survive this. Well, they, they put their minds and their hearts together to make it what's, what, is, what works for us. And right. it's, uh, I've continued to say that. What works for Jack County won't work for everybody else. Correct. But Jack, for what has happened for Jack County, I think there's been a heart of people that's come together and, and have worked um, like a like a hand together, just fitly framed to make everything yeah. happen the way it needs to. It's a master to. plan. Yes. Uh, by the way, I hope that you'll be able to share that same concept to the people in Austin because most of the decisions that are made <laughs> yes. in Austin, it's one size fit all. And it so, is, you know, if it works not, in Austin or if it works in Dallas-Fort Worth or San Antonio, heck, it might as well work in Jack County, Texas, right? Nah, nah, nah not, not that work that way. Oh, and by the way, a good friend, um, David Spiller, yes, uh, was successful in, I think he's in Austin right now. I believe so. I know he he, uh, he got his chief of staff last week, and I think he's oh, did he make that decision? He did. Excellent. I know he hired one. Um, I, uh, a guy I went to high school with was working on his uh, his campaign. It was in at Jr. the other day, and I ran into him. It was, oh, that's yeah, cool. It was really cool. That's pretty. So neat. We, you know, I'm not. Uh, that was. I'm glad we've got a voice sitting in Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah. I really do. And, we needed it. You know, David. He's he's a great guy. I, I do I do enjoy him. He's uh you know he he really is he's. He's a good representation yeah. of what we need down there. So. Yeah, and and that's the thing is, is the thing, you know, we had the opportunity to interview at least three of the candidates. Right. We yep. extended it to Craig Carter, but Craig, he had a series of events, and I'm sure it wasn't uh, on his checklist to come down and do a podcast. But but three of the candidates came and sat down and visited, and, and they had the opportunity to get to know each of the candidates on a little more personal, right. intimate basis. And, uh, you know, today here with us is Brandon Sisson. Uh, I'm not going to put the S on the end of your name. I'm sorry that I did that before. Like I said, it's, I've, I've been called much worse. So Dude, we're good. my name is Umfris, <laughs> and I don't even say it correctly. It's Humphreys or Umfries. Or, That's why every time somebody says, uh, so, so you pronounce your name, I was like, it's, it's close enough. You know, yeah, I did, it, it's who it's. I, I don't even know if we pronounce it correctly, you know. <laughs> yeah, My family's but, been in Texas since the 1800s, 18, so there's no telling yeah. what happened there, you know. 
Brandon Sisson, S-I-S-S-O-N. So, oh well, that's me. And if he's I, running as a candidate for a city council spot. Yeah, how place too? Have Ooh. you lost your ever loving mind? You know, it's it's funny. So, uh, my wife Heather and I, which you know, I'm sure you'll have her on the podcast at some point talking about back to space. Uh, we decided to move out here from uh, the Metroplex two years ago, uh, and you know, she's she's from here. I always call her, you know, your Jack County sweetheart. You know, she's she's everything, Jacksboro, and I, and. Uh, there's something magical about this place. It's 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 hard to explain it. And some people say it sucks you back. I don't like that thing. You just you just want to come back. This is yeah. a place you want to raise your family. You know, it is. and you know she has this group of friends. They've been friends since birth. And uh, the yeah. fact that uh, no one thought they would all come back. The fact they're all here. There's something. Uh, we're, Jack County, Jacksboro is on, is on the kind of the uh, on the on the verge of just. I think it's fixing people, to explode. And people it? don't understand what this this area of Texas is going to mean to the entire nation, hopefully the entire world, if we really you know, put everything to it. Yeah. I think there is something magical about Jack County. I mean, I'm not from Jack County. Yeah. I I made the choice, and that's whatever. I'm still a movie, and I've been here for 25, 30 years. But you know what? I made the choice to raise my family yeah. here because there was something special. It's the spirit of community. It is, yeah. And it's, it's, it's what we desire. It's a family. It, it it's, is a family. It, and it, it, that, that, that term family gets used almost too much, you know, so you wind up losing, uh, you know, it, to raise a village. It takes a village. But when you move out here, you finally realize what that actually means because, uh, you know, that's the, actually the, the neighborhood we moved in, in Dallas, we moved there specifically for the schools and for the education. Uh, you know, Heather did all of her research and did all this stuff, and we got exactly this neighborhood we wanted to at the exact school, you know, top five in the state of Texas, and we were there, and uh, we spent a year there, and, you know, our, our, our daughter went there, and it, uh, there was something, it just didn't feel right, yeah, you know, right. the education was great, she was learning engineering and robotics in third grade, I believe it was third grade, you know, and it was just, wow, you know, right next to UTD and all this great stuff, and we realized, and we came out here just for Christmas that year, uh, and we were just going to spend two weeks out here on Christmas, and we looked at each other, and life just wasn't, it just wasn't what we hoped it would be in Dallas, you know, we had all everything on paper, everything looked great, and we decided to make the move out here. Um, you know, and it doesn't come with this without its challenges. You know, because I still work in in Dallas, I still yeah. drive to Carrollton for work. Right. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. And every challenge we've had, um, there's been multiple. You know, sure, uh, it's been it's been worth every second because of the community here and just uh, how. Uh, I guess loved. You just yeah. feel, you know, you just feel yeah. welcomed. It's it, a good fit. It is, yeah. but also you're an asset to the community, and that helps I try dramatically. To be. You're not. You are. You bring something to the table. So May 18th, uh, place two, city council. I think it's May 1st. May 1st, okay. May 1st, yeah. So May 1st, place two, you're actually running unopposed. Yep. Um, you're basically taking the place. And, you know, Melanie Belcher, let me tell you, superstar. Uh, that's It's an understatement. You know, that's, and that's the thing is when we, uh, you know, obviously it's a family decision when you decide to do stuff like this, even if, it, you know, if it's a local office. Uh, when we talked about it, it, it was not as slight at Melanie. I just, I wanted to take a chance. You know, there's three other people running for the other chance, for their spot. And I've always talked about if we moved out here, I'm and Heather and I have both said, we want to change. We want to be part of the precipice of making this place right. what, it, what it's going to be. Right. So uh, the opportunity came up and I, you know, I had two days notice because I was election was coming up and we yeah. talked about it and we talked about it. We stayed up late and talked and uh, maybe prayed and we talked to friends. We talked to everybody. We did our research and we decided to do it, and uh, and I felt, um, to be honest, I felt 
pretty big guilt running against Melanie just because she she is an all-star. She cares so much about – She's kind of the Jacksboro sweetheart she too. Is, she is. So, I mean, really is. She's on many, many boards. All of them, I think. And she serves our community she in does. so many ways. And you, she can't be help but be around her just realize how much of a sweet human being and how, how great her heart is. So – um, but we had a long talk at the chamber banquet and, um, you know, she told me she's been doing it for six years. And like she said, she is doing a lot. She's, mm-hmm. you know, she's on all, uh, she's got a lot going on. Uh, and she told me that if, if there was someone that she thought, you know, could do a, a decent job or a good job, she would, uh, she would, she would, uh, withdraw and she did. And, you know, I got, we gave each other a big hug and, and, and I, I honestly, I, I'm looking forward to doing other projects with Melanie down the road with EDC and other, That's other wonderful. groups, but she's, you know, she's a sweetheart and I could not be. Uh, her saying that means more than anything else. Any any amount of votes I could have gotten. So, yeah. it, it's, it's I'm excited about it. Well, tell our listeners a little bit about your background, your history. Yeah. I know you've got a military background. I so, do. you know, I and most of the time, most uh, most veterans don't spend a lot of time talking about it because there are other things that that you've experienced. So, give us a little bit of history of. Where you come from? Yeah, so uh, you know, I actually grew up in northeast of Dallas, uh, in, in, uh, between Garland and Farmersville. It's kind of the, the areas I grew up in, Saxe and Rowlett. Uh, so, I, and I grew up in the big city. You know, I went to a big high school. Um, and as soon as I graduated high school, it was the thing in, in my family. You join the military. That's what we've done for generations. So. Uh, I was the first one to choose the Air Force, you know, so I got I still get a lot of flack from that. Ah, no wonder Mike Smith likes yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I went in and I was, uh, I've always been a pretty big nerd, pretty big geek, but I love, uh, you know, all things militant and military. So I was, you know, I worked at Communication Navigation Systems for, for most of my career and, uh, you know, and uh, became a pretty big geek. Um, from there, I actually went to, uh, I saw, I saw <laughs> you what saw you what I wrote there. down. Yeah. yeah, so I'll, he's I'll, a movie I'll star, to, Frank. Did I'll you know that? that? That's one of the first things that he told me. Yeah, whenever we first I didn't met. say I was a movie. Star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, wait, be, yeah. You're embarrassed yeah. now, man. I love yeah. this. So uh, I'll, I'll get to that story. Yeah. Uh, so uh, well, um, when I got out of the military, and that's actually a good, I guess, a good segment. Uh, growing up, there was a TV show called The Fall Guy, and I always loved The Fall Guy. You yeah. Know that? yeah. And so I. I I was I want to be a stuntman, so I you know I took gymnastics classes. And I learned how to fall off stuff. And, you know I've always wanted to do that. So I had an opportunity when I got out of the military to go uh, to a, to a stunt school. Um, so I went and, and and did all that, and then uh, actually did stunt work for a little bit. And that's how I met my wife, uh, Heather. Uh, she was uh, being a she was a production assistant in over here in Nemo, Texas, just by by Glen Rose, and we was oh, a wow. western. She was over there. I mean, hunt, it was mid late late july early august so 110 degrees she was out there shoveling you know horse manure and working <laughs> holding people up it was a western right oh, yeah oh full on. <laughs> yeah keep in mind my, what was my the name of the movie it was called reach for the sky originally but reach now it's called for the sky yeah, my only line in the entire movie i kid you not and then uh, they changed the name of it to hell's fury uh it's 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 a spaghetti western it's great uh i, I it was i mean i'm obviously did you buy the dvd every time we see it we buy it oh. every time it really? never fails. Yeah. That is greatness. Yeah. yeah, every time we see Hell's Fury or Reach for This Guy, we buy it. So I don't know how many. We'll get you a copy if I'm yeah. sure. We'll I want sign an autograph it for you. Yeah, we'll, sign it. we'll sign it. Yeah, I love it. So what you have a thirty second spot on there? Yeah. Or oh, less. No, I mean, I so I did actually. Uh, I did a, a pretty good amount of the stunts on there. So yeah. I'm I'm in there. You just never see my face. You just never. Uh, yeah. Uh, or I, you guess you see my face. We don't realize. Hey, that's I don't have any lines. They didn't trust me with that. It has branded. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I did that. a. Uh, He's I did falling a, off the horse again. <laughs> yeah. If you go to uh, YouTube, you can find there's a one called Trigger, and it's a, a short film. And that's that's me. It's you'll see why I don't act. 
It's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. Sorry, Heather. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. She fell in love with you anyway, though. Right? Yeah, I mean, it must have been my personality. It I, don't know it <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Or felt sorry for you falling off the horse yeah. so, so many times. <laughs> She's like, oh, that guy's hit his head a lot. He'll be easy to, to, to train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, out of uh, right out of the military, I get, went to work in semiconductors, and I started working for Intel and Texas Instruments, and that's kind of uh, um, and I've, the good thing about kind of like being a firefighter, right? With uh, jobs in semiconductor, you work shift work, so it's three on four off, four mm-hmm. on three off. So I've always had the opportunity to kind of be in and out of the firearms industry, uh, in and out of training, um, you know, just doing different things. So I've always kind of been kind of uh, the the idea was that the semiconductor would just be the retirement plan, but sure, I'm one of those people I can't. Uh, if, I got to be moving forward. You got to push the envelope. I've got to. So uh, from there, I went into uh, uh, recruiting and I started, I worked for a company called Robert Half. And that's actually, fast forward from where I met Heather. Um, The reason we started dating is I recruited her to come uh, be a salesperson and she made me look bad. So I had to leave. (laughs) True story. Uh, She was, yeah. But so I went from, uh, from, from Robert Half, I went to, and I was there for, for a while and other staffing agencies. I um, actually started my own, and I've done some uh, corporate uh, kind of scalable operations. The company moved here from San Diego, had to go from, uh, I think we had to hire 1,100 employees in a period of a year, and I led that talent acquisition team. So it was it was a, it was a big one. So from there, I started my own company and did scalable operations. Uh, it's called Stoic Resources. So basically, uh, you go to a company, say you have 10 people, um, or you want to you be ready for 1,000 employees, or you have this much revenue, you want to be ready for this. What are the processes and the systems and the people you need in place to make sure that happens? Sure. Or the vice versa, on the other side of that, you know, if you've got 1,000 people and you need to get down to 100, what do you have to do? Yeah, like, how are you going to scale yeah. back? And so and usually I'm the one, I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've had to lay off or fire, and that's, it's, it's the worst. I, I hate it because um, that's the exact opposite reason why I, want, I got into it, right? Sure. To, you want to help people. Um, and also within Stoic, uh, when I was doing Stoic, I found uh, a, an organization called Conscious Capitalism. I think we've talked about that, right? It's the understanding of, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm not quoting here. It's just the, the general principle is, you know, make money. But the whole point of making money is to make the world a better place, right? right? Make that through your employees, through your yeah. interactions, stuff like that. And that kind of changed what I was doing. I realized that I've got to be the change, whatever I'm at, wherever I'm at. Right. So I uh, consulted for a few more places, kind of built that conscious capitalism mindset and made them, you know, we talked about, I come in front half and say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. It's going to hurt. You're not going to like it. It's like a doctor resetting your shoulder, you know? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, when you get into that reset, it it doesn't give that first time, like, Oh, you got to pull again. You can't give up. You got to keep going. So uh, to push companies through those, it was, it was challenging. Um, And that's what led me to AccuFire, which was um, they were in, they were, they were, they were struggling to figure out who they were as a company, Um, you know, and then, that's that was two years ago. Sometimes you just need voc- uh, a little bit of a focus and a little bit of vision and an outside entity. You know the the way I met you, Brandon, was is I was sitting in the office with Banning Sweatland. Yeah, and Banning's like, "Hey, Judge, man, I've got somebody you got to meet," and and you know, and I love that type of networking. That we have got an amazing amount of talent in Jack County and in Jacksboro. Oh, absolutely. And they're all very uniquely connected through like Banning Sweatland. Yeah. And these these are new talent that's come to our community in just the last few years. Yep. And then I met you through Banning and then I mean the coolest thing was is you brought toys. I love toys. I mean you brought in some of the greatest glass and optics and then um there was a uh, a thermal 
yep. that you brought in to me, or and then also what infrared. And you know, everybody in Jack County loves to go hog hunting. Yep. And we have a slight problem out here. That that absolutely piqued my interest, yeah. and I was sold on it. And then a friendship developed. I mean, it was it was really casual, and I don't do that very often with Same. people. Yeah. Um, I don't have that natural connection that really doesn't take extreme amount of energy. Right. And I, I feel that way with you. Yeah, same so here. Tell, tell us a little bit about AccuFire and what all the technology is. And, and, and man, you brought some really cool stuff today. Uh, you're probably one of the few men that were able to bring an AR into the courthouse and not get <laughs> yeah, uh, not get tackled. I was, I was a little bit nervous about it. I'm not going to lie. I think I asked you 15 times. Yeah. Are you sure I can do this? It's like, Brandon, I, I run the place, man. Come on in. It's yeah. okay. I'll this tell is my the backyard. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's funny. And, and actually, you know, talking about banning is, you know, banning's kind of become an all-star around here, right? Uh, I found him. It was random. And when I, when I was at AccuFire, I had no connections with banning when I started AccuFire. And I was going through all of AccuFire's old information, and I found – I was looking through all the world dealers and I did a search and I saw Jacksboro, Texas. I'm like, that can't be right. So called, I reached out to Banning and said, Hey, I need want to talk to you. And that's how we found each other. It was through me looking through AccuFire's old information. Saw a dealer oh, in wow. Jacksboro. That then I reached out to him and him and I have been, you know, he's he's like a brother, you know. Yeah. He's he's uh he's, he's a big pro- cheerleader. He's for- probably the most loyal uh He's one of the most loyal people I've ever, I've ever met in my life. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's a great asset to have. And he is a tremendous asset to the Jacksboro Police oh, Department. Yeah, I mean to Jack to Jacksboro in general. Yeah. You know, even outside of some of the business things that you know he's he's doing and, and stuff he's trying to do. Uh, I'm I'm glad to have have met him and obviously you know you uh, as well. So it's been it's been fun getting to know you and the yeah. you know, and Trevor and all those guys. Man, I you know you think I also thought I was a hunter until I moved out here. Oh my gosh. I mean, the guys are serious. You got those, and then uh, we we got Lucas Kinder working for us, who's yep. another Jacksboro He's a Jack sweetheart. County boy. His, uh, I, I finally got to hang out with him and David a little bit last night at their house. Man, those guys are hunters, and yeah. I mean to to the core. And it's it's fun to see, you know, because they they do everything themselves. They do all butchering, everything. It's it's impressive. What's the what's the winning weight right now on the Wise County Hog? It's hunt? over, I believe. I don't have it on me. It's two seventy. Is that two right? It's two seventy six. I'll pull it up real quick. I'll yeah. tell you that 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 one got. Uh, See, I was thinking it was over three. I have three forty one in my brain. No, uh, I'm sorry. It, it three seventy. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, three seventy. Yeah, yeah okay. I apologize. I apologize. I'm about to yeah. say because I've yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, two seventy was a winner, uh, and I think now your top four or five is go. over three. 340, 370. So you had Scooter Squad with 372.5. and crazy. Th- yeah. And people don't realize how big of a pig that is. When you hear people say, you know, you hear some people, I killed a 600-pound pig. I was like, no, you did not. That was a steer. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah, you made a big mistake, You buddy. need to stop using ATN. Yeah. Start using AccuFire because you killed a steer. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look at this separation. 361.8 is second place. 361.1 is that's no a, way. That's a difference of what ten twenty thousand dollars. Wow. But but you know the the prizes on this thing is crazy. This is fifty six thousand dollars for first, thirty three thousand dollars for second, and uh, I don't have the rest of them. But it it uh, I'll pull it up real quick. I have it somewhere. There's major sponsors. How many teams are involved in this? There were two hundred fifty teams. Jeez. So here's a and here's the thing. I don't, I don't know if Trey's listening or not. Trey Hawkins, uh, who, who runs it. Um, I got to meet with him a little bit. I'm really hoping that uh, next year we can get involved and put some gassing behind this because I think he wants to cap it. I was like, no, man, let's. I want to open this Let thing up. Let it go. Open this thing open. up. Let's see what you can do. Get see how many people you can bring in here. Become a tourist attraction every year. To this con- this yeah. this contest. 
Because here's the thing. They're, we could bring in a thousand teams. We still won't kill them all. No, no. you're not even putting a den in the no. hog problem. Not, well, not even, not even. I close. mean, you're seriously. It, I mean, we hunt every week at at, at, at that place, sure. right, at, at that wheat field, and they're still there. They're, they're there's at least there. sixty a night. Yes, I do have an idea. That I want to try pretty soon. We'll talk about it off air because I know somebody's still in it. <laughs> but I think I have a way to get in on them without them without them seeing us and and uh, and making them go nine nine. Oh, Just that's cool. But that's that. We'll talk about that off air because somebody steals that idea, I'll be real mad. So right. what are some the, of the products? Does it involve a bunker? No, it yeah. does not. It's, it's from the air. <laughs> oh, man. Parachute. I'm thinking drone. Anyway, no, no drone. No, no. I'll, I'll, it's, and I'll, it's even crazier than that. So I have here, and I'm sure you're tired of hearing about my Triarch because you don't have one yet. But this is my uh, Triarch uh, 17.3. This is a, a company out of Mansfield, Texas. They make ARs. And um, uh, it, uh, well, I could, we could spend an entire hour talking about what they do. But what they, their specialty and what they really are, what's, what takes them to the next edge is their gas system and their, how fast they cycle. It's it's ridiculous. This is my competition rig and also my, my pig hunting rig. Um, on the the scope, I actually have, it's our Atro 8. So this is, uh, I believe you have one of these, right? Did you get one of these for Christmas? I did. That was actually my uh, Christmas present for my kids and yep. my wife. So and this, I absolutely love it. It's the best glass um, that I've ever seen. I appreciate that. We worked really hard on that. And we actually have... Uh, higher resolution stuff coming out very soon I, I don't see how you can i don't see how you can improve on that yeah it's I, phenomenal you it's you just wait we're, we're excited we have some pretty cool stuff coming. So, you know what consistently that is what you say every time that i think you've you've probably got it perfected every time i've challenged you brandon your your company is pushing the envelope on the latest and the greatest it, and that's the thing too is that uh you're Look, always improving. We have to. You have, and that's the thing about the firearms industry uh, as a whole is it's kind of this changing of the guard, kind of like we're talking about in Jacksport, right? There's this changing of the guard of the fire industry. For like the 80s and 90s and like the early 2000s, they were real stagnant. They were just happy pushing out okay ARs and okay optics. It, it But it's it ridiculous prices. Now, you can get really good stuff for high quality, but it doesn't cost that much to make it, so why are we charging so much, right? Right. Um, so that's what we're trying to do is, is, you know, I'm the type of guy that I would love to have thermals. But I'm not going to go out and spend seven, eight thousand dollars on a thermal. The I, average guy can't. You can't. I mean, it's. And then you have. And then if you do have a thermal, it's, now that's your thermal gun. That's all you can do with. Yeah. It. So one that's thing. why we came up with the the Incendus, right? The Incendus is it, there. There are other clip-ons out there. There are some decent clip-ons out there. There are none that they can be a clip-on, also a standalone with its own reticle. There are, there aren't any, and you don't have any with the return to zero mount like we have, and you don't have. Uh, you're not going to have the battery life or the recording capabilities. So now the recording capabilities for us, you do need to go through an external DVR, but that saves you, you know, we are able to get a thermal under $3,000, 2899. That's, That's the most crazy. you ever pay for it. Right. Yeah. So we were able to do that and you can go buy a hundred dollar DVR and use the cable that we provide. And now you can record everything just fine. 3d, sure. night, 3d night vision out of uh, Louisiana made this one right here. It's a, it works great. I mean, I, we paid, I paid a hundred and I think $19 for it. So, and and that's the thing is we want to be innovative. We want to we want to make people mad. We want other of our comp competitors to. I mean, we've had you know people that were friends in the industry who are no longer talking to us because they kind of thought we were a joke with our V one. Sure. And then we came out with this and like, oh no, we have a problem. Yeah. So now um, you're serious. Yeah. Now and, you're getting into our business. Yeah, and it's good. It's really good. And and I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. I wish that. I mean, how, how many people? How many have we sold? 
uh, yeah. just a few. So this is one of the tools. My family members, I mean, they are absolutely 100%. This is, they've, they've bought into it. They use them. They use them every night. Yep. I mean, it is. I'm pretty sure they've killed, between Trevor and Matt, they've killed more than, uh, than my team has with, with these. And we hunt a lot with them. Yeah, um, but it's it's a great tool. I well, I think Lucas is challenging them, but that's not fair. That's not a fair comparison. It's an incredible, it's an incredible tool. And I'll tell you what, through our connection, I've also exposed Brandon to the Jack County Sheriff's Department, right. and I want our Sheriff's Department to take it, take their weaponry to the next level. Right. And I know Jim Smith, or I'm sorry, Jim Smith and Jim Richardson, but specifically Jim Richardson. Uh, is very knowledgeable in this type of Absolutely. weaponry, yep. and and that's that's that networking that we're trying to do because sure. we want the very best for our law enforcement officers here in town, whether it's the yep. uh, Jacksboro Police Department or whether it's the Jack County Sheriff's Department. And I'll tell you what, we've had the conversation about we need to be able to purchase these type of items for our our support, our state, um, you know, our state supports support, law enforcement. Right. Yeah, whether it's a state trooper. Highway Patrol or the game wardens. Yeah. TJ Tweedle, we have got a phenomenal game warden I, in I our actually, county. I drafted both of his sons for our, for our little league team. Last Did night. you really? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Wow. So it, nice we, choice, yeah. man. Great pickup yeah, on so that one. Yeah, had to, you had to, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see, I mean, it's just uh, when you. There's some kids are going to be athletes, you know. You got yeah. so we have a we have a pretty stacked young team. <laughs> <laughs> when's that? When's that start? Uh, the end of this month, I believe. That's I think cool. I think the first game. I, I'm excited. This is my uh, you know my little little man's in the t-ball, so I'm excited. So, oh man, yeah. that's the that's the greatest shit. My my grandson Grayson is uh, he's a trip. Yeah, he is. He yeah. is going to be. He definitely has uh, his father's uh, athletic talent, Trevor's, and so. Well, it's, I mean, just because be Trevor's athlete. six foot fourteen doesn't make him athletic. Well, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him run. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pitchers aren't supposed uh, to run; they just yeah. throw the ball really yeah. fast yeah. and really hard. So, no, he's and uh, he's. They've got to just stretch halfway to the plate. That's it. Yeah, he's that's halfway it. there. Yeah. You know what? The that Wise County Hog. I'm actually I'm kind of glad it's over because it's funny during that contest we don't have any friends. No one hunts together. Right. You only hunt with your team, and no one talks to each other. No yeah. one lets you know. Don't hey, share secrets. Nope. You don't tell them when you see pigs in their field. Mm-mm. You don't do that. But now it's over. Like, all right, let's, hey, let's. Yeah, come had, on. Let's go hang out. You know, going over there to Joe Paul's and, and hunting with and hunting with Luke and all those guys. Yeah. It, was, it was just a, it's the camaraderie. That's what yeah. I love about that is the camaraderie of, and the and then the shooting sports too, which, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get into here in a little bit too. I love that. So, well, let's go ahead and talk about that. There's one of the things that um, the city of Jacksboro, has uh, that there's a joint effort between you and Banning and several other individuals. And again, going back to, it's amazing to see the amount of talent that we have in um, advanced law enforcement training. Right. Is that a a fair way to say it? Advanced law enforcement is a good way of saying, and I would also say, uh, you know, personal training as well too, right? And it's, uh, a lot of times, I think a lot of the civilian market when they hear uh, come out here for tactical training or for for you know this is we're the number one police training uh, place in the state of Texas. T. Cole, sorry for all that stuff. They're like, oh, I don't want to go there. But and this is really yeah, big. It's for, intimidating. It is I'm, I'm, for the average person. It gets yeah. intimidating because we don't want to show that somebody. I mean, it's kind of a guy thing. We yeah. we want to well, be proficient. It, well, and on but, the other side too, you, you don't want. Uh, um, you know the female shooters to feel like ah, ah, it just overwhelmed, oh, yeah. right? So we want to build a place that is is made, and we know I've showed you the drawing that is Jack County specific. So from 
every view it looks like Jack County. And right. And the, the the name, the working name right now is Jack County Proving Grounds. We might change that, but that's kind of where we're going, a little homage to Jack County also, EOPG, which sure. is a big part of this, right? Um, but to take uh, um, to take something and make it where it is comfortable for every shooter, right, and affordable. Because a lot of these really nice ranges are expensive. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's a, a range that we've all spent a lot of time at. We've talked about. I've done. Uh, I've shot more rounds there than anywhere else combined. You know, Triple uh, C and Crescent. Unfortunately, just you know, they they went through some things and, and it shut down. Um, it, there's a huge vacuum of people who compete every weekend, who who are training every weekend, who now do not have a place where they can train. So, and we've been talking about uh, this gun range, you know, out the old dump for 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 a while now. Now it's time, right? And you know, we've been talking quite a bit and meeting every week. Let's put gasoline on this. Um, so we're going to try to make it, you know, like I said, look Jack County, but also be safe. So you can have uh, enough training bays where you don't have to worry about the person next to you actually shooting you. Right. So you're always going to have your own bay so you can be safe with dirt and rock and, uh, you know, empty tank batteries and stuff like that to make sure you're protected, uh, at all times. And that's one of the big things is safety, but also the comfortability to know out there you can come and, and not feel, uh, you know, ashamed that you don't have that experience and to come out to our classes because they're affordable and also because uh, it's going to be a good place to, to, to just train, right? And once right. again, camaraderie is really big. I love the point that you made about, you know, a lot of females need that exposure and they need to feel comfortable mm-hmm. and be able to have a place to come out and get high-quality training. Right. And and really the idea, the concept is, is to build a facility, a firearm instructional uh, facility to where – People from the Metroplex, they're already coming to Jack County to go with deer leases, for hunting leases, for camping exposure, those type of things. So why not provide a safe environment for those individuals to train, to come? Even if they're going on further west, they can come and and, and do some. Stop in. Yeah, stop in and do some uh, sight in their rifles. They can come and and take their son out there or daughter and come out and, and to do it safely but also with a high level of proficiency absolutely mm-hmm. you know and eventually what well, it'll it'll be a lot more out there so it'll be a good place if you and you know if you want to come because it's really uh, a lot of people don't want to buy optics so they can test them so we'll actually have that kind of in conjunction with AccuFire. you can come out there and, and test them out right see if you like these optics check it check out the thermals and really see oh man this is good quality before you spend money right well one of the first things you did was is you you handed me that optics yep and you said go try it i thought you were crazy but I guarantee you that once I had the opportunity to feel it, to touch it, to show it to my family, yep. then guess what? We bought multiple. Yep. I mean, we really did because people want to go and get their hands on it. They want to try it in their backyard. They want to try it with their family members. Whether or not that's your sales technique, it's incredible because it works. Yeah, it, I'm. it's an investment. I'm not a good salesperson. For, and a lot of people, uh, let me quantify by saying this, I am, if you don't like my product, then don't buy it, you know, yeah. and that, and that's just the way that I've been for quite some time, even with my consulting. If you don't like my style of consulting, then don't buy it, you know, and, and, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. And, and that's, I think that's what's really big about our product. Cause I want to be able to go to say someone say, Hey, this is the best for what you're buying. This is the best. Now I'm not sitting here saying that there's not better thermals or not better glass. Of course there is, but it's, we're a fraction of the fraction of the cost of what those Correct. are, right? Correct. And our thermal is $2,800. Our most expensive glass currently is our tune up to 20 by 50 that you can reach out to, you know, 1500 maybe a mile if you really wanted it to. It's $1,100. You know, we don't charge a lot. We have, and our cheapest is the is 479 That's a 3 to 12 by 40. 
that is has parallax and first focal plane that is stupid clear. And that's our Echo 12, you know, or I'm sorry, Evro 12. Um, and it's 479. So we... That's it's a great price point. And, it's, it, and it mean, it's, and it's really quality. Nice. It's really nice. Well, if you put it in the hands, it'll sell itself. And that's my... And that, it does. Yeah, exactly. It truly Let does. It sell itself. It's funny. I put a sticker, AccuFire tr- sticker on the back of my truck, and just I wanted to see how long it'd take before Brandon would see it. Yeah. It didn't take long. No. You're like, hey, nice. Thanks yeah. for thanks for repping me, man. <laughs> well, it's, it's, and that's a, kind of the fun thing is uh, being able to be part of changing the brand on this and rebuilding the company. It's There's a lot. This is it's my baby. You know, I yeah. take a lot of pride, but also take uh, I take a lot of offense to, you know, yeah. to, to it, too. So um, it's been fun. So every time I see that, I think you and, uh, you know, good old Anton. Anton's been repping us since the day I started with that company. You know, yeah. so he's, he's one of my closest friends. So it's cool to see that logo. Um, and now we've got flags coming in, so we're starting to see flags. And I was like, I'm... It's it's a good feeling to start to see uh, the brand take yeah. off. Yeah, but that's also your vision. That's the energy. That's the focus. Right. That's you. That's that's you being you in Acufire. Yeah, I I I've got a great team too. I really do. But yeah, it's I would think that my uh, uh, determination, nice way of saying stubbornness or uh, you know bullheadedness has gotten us as far because there was a lot of times where it was just it, it's it was too much you know there's just we had to rebuild the company and to rebuild a company that's already got a lot of money into it and you've got more eyeballs and it's just uh, it was a lot but without a doubt my most challenging uh adventure so far as far as my my corporate experience so well and one of the things kind of circling back to to what you bring to the table in city council is that brandon you you're honest you will you will bring a fresh idea to the table uh, if somebody asks you your opinion, you you pretty much share it. Yeah, I yeah I, I try to be as uh, I, uh, what's I, there's I don't know what the term is not tactful because that makes me sound but but it, it's it there's a it goes back to conscious capitalism. I mean back to, but in every interaction there should be a positive outcome. There's no reason you and I and I used to share this. There's no reason that say you are my you know I worked for you and you, you fired me. There's no reason we both both can't come away from that conversation even though it's one of the most negative conversations you can have as better people right. Correct. And I think that's that's one of the challenges is uh, in in any type of council, any type of board, there's a lot of heated arguments. So we talked about me and Ann Lee, you know, him and I have some very heated conversations, but the whole point of it is to make us better people, to make our company better. Correct. And we understand that. So and it's it takes, it's hard to have those hard conversations because your feelings are going to get hurt. It's how do you react when your feelings are hurt, right? Correct. Um, I think, and that's been the biggest challenges uh, for, for me is learning, giving my feelings hurt so much in corporate, realize, you know what, this is not personal. This is for the betterment of X, Y, whatever the goal is at that moment, where the conversation is. So I'm, I'm hoping that we you know we can have that type of uh, mentality going into the new city council with, you know, uh, with the, there's a lot of changes going in the city council and mayor, right. Um, that um, we can have those difficult conversations, but uh, you know, but difficult already puts a negative connotation to it, but have those conversations knowing that this is for the betterment of Jacksboro. Right. Right. Great things are coming to Jack County. I'm excited. The great things are yeah. coming to the city of Jacksboro. Yeah. yeah. It is. Brandon Sisson, thank you so very Do you know the guy can sing too? Oh, man. Oh, I love this. Let's this see, is the funniest go. thing. I got to say this oh, before we, we go. The greatest thing in the world is is, is um, uh, we're going to a dedication out here um, back to space. Yeah, the Moon Tree dedication. Yeah, yeah. That, your, that your wife is very, very um, influential in and is and a driving force in it. And it's funny that uh, uh, we had some very important people there, and and uh, but the most important was Brandon that got up and he sang the national anthem, and I was like, the 
dude can sing. You got to be kidding me. It's terrifying. Was it? Once terrifying. You, once yeah. you ever do that, you never, you become that guy. It's like yeah. every time you turn around, we did the Christmas parade. Guess who they got to sing the national anthem? Sisson. There you go. Yeah, but you know who else can sing? This guy here. He was sitting next to me. I thought about holding the microphone next to him. (laughs) Not a chance, buddy. Not going to happen. When you you make it singing the national anthem, it's when you go to a Ranger ball game. No, that's never. You get it it involved in in a Ranger ball game, you can. Let me me see what I can do on that. Let me see if I can't fix you up. (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you right now. connections, too. If you get me into the Ranger Ranger game and I get to sit next to, to W, I'm in. That's it, huh? <laughs> How cool is I'll, that? I'll you'll sing get to sit the next yeah. oh, I'll, I'll sing anything you want me to. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, one of my dreams always, I want to have a beer with W. One of these, that's like that's one of my bucket lists. Yeah. I just happen to run across him and say, hey, can I buy you a beer? That's Isn't that I, a cool thing? Yeah, he's, yeah, and he's the type who's like, yeah. yeah. I met uh, Rick Perry, yeah. former governor of the state of Texas and then also our energy secretary. Secretary coolest guy in yeah. the world he's a guy that you could sit down sit around a campfire and you feel like you've been yeah. best friends for all your life well, you know you remember when he, he shot that a shot at that coyote with his ruger uh lcp back in like 2009 2008 well, they made a rick perry edition of those and I, at the time i was working at bass pro shop with a gun counter and i sold i don't know how many of those and he oh, came yeah. through one time and saw it and I was like, oh, man, he was just the nicest guy ever. He, to him, it was a joke. But, he was yeah. a cool guy. Yeah. Still yeah. is, man. Yeah. I, I just, I can't, man, he's one of the greatest guys in the world. But he's a lot a lot like W, man. He's yeah. just he's just cool. They have this natural charisma that you just want to be around. Yep. No, Super I cool. Yep. Well, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely, man. What, yeah. Hey, Thank you. I'm yeah. so glad I found somebody else that can sing the national anthem. When we, <laughs> oh, man. Just wait, man. That might Why have been a mistake. And he can sing, sing too. Anthem. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll stand and salute for you. Yeah, no. Man, Brandon, <laughs> thanks so much for coming thanks, on. Judge. I, I just really wanted to take this opportunity to allow the people of Jack County to get to know you a little I bit appreciate better. appreciate it. And so, you know, I always think that's the whole purpose of our Get the Facts, Jack, is to to give that intimate session, that that ability to see somebody in a different light. That way, whenever somebody sees you, whether we're at a, a meeting or here on the courthouse lawn or somewhere in town at a baseball game, right. I hope to see soon, is they'll come up and they'll talk to you and say, man, I heard your podcast and it was so cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad you guys are doing this. It is. It's Frank a is good, good way. Too. Good, so thank you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're uh, feeling better. Well, hopefully, working, keep getting better. We're working on the mend. Yeah. So every good. day is a little bit better. Yes, sir. All right. Make sure you subscribe. We're on Spotify, Podcast, Google, Bean Pod. I got that one up and going now. Google Podcast. What else? iTunes. 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 The biggest one. And so make sure you tell your friends. I I I called everybody out at the chamber banquet and I said, how many people of you have subscribed and how many people have heard? You know, the majority of the people at the chamber, they admitted that they listened to our podcast. Yeah, Good. it's like a guilty pleasure. They have to admit to it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And sooner or later, I'll get all of them on as guests. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Brandon, thanks so very much. Thanks, Judge. Uh, thanks, Frank. Heather will be on here before long, so she's next. She's she, I, that's I love that woman. She's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she is amazing. Yeah, she is. You married well. I did. All right, all right take us out. <laughs>